0: Richard Rohr, in his book Simplicity, writes, Promise without price becomes sweet sentimentality. Price without promise becomes shame, burden, and grief. We have enough of both. I thought of this passage while reading a post on Facebook written by a colleague upset With the sentimentality of liberal religion. But she chose to vent her frustrations using the language of shame. It took the wise advice of an old mentor, still rumbling around in my head, not to respond. It wouldn't have helped anyway. And it's not that I don't believe that liberal religion can't be overly sentimental either. In so many ways, I agree with her critique. Promise without price, without sacrifice, without work, without discipline, comes across as entitled. And we are not owed anything in this world, as much as we might like to believe that. Too much emphasis on promise without price, and we begin to glorify a specialness, a uniqueness. And while I believe that each of you has a particular calling and that each of you has been chosen in your own way, we should be wary of glorification. There is a certain freedom found in the old line, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. When held in the correct light, we can see how precious our mortality is and how futile the glory of the special. But too much emphasis on price without promise is not correct either. A faith that hinges on demands for sacrifice finds a way to use the same passage not to free but to bind, to demean. Sacrifice is asked for, insisted on even, and if people question. If the price is worth it, very often they are shamed as heretics of the great idea. There is no invitation to search or to contemplate. Prayer is for obedience, not for intimacy. Allegiance to one's nation is not all that dissimilar to the allegiance of one's faith. There is a promise and a price for both. There are people who are all promise and there are people who are all price, and I tend to not like either group very much. A healthy nation, like a healthy faith, requires a deep questioning into the promise, as well as a concerted discipline when it comes time to pay the price. This is the path of authenticity. Today has been set aside on our calendars to memorialize those who have fallen in war. We are given an extra day of rest. Some will use this to celebrate the promise. Some will dwell on the price. And honestly, I think both are fair behaviors. For centuries, men and women have paid the greatest price for a promise made, and to dust they have returned. Some in our nation cry out that the promise made was and has always been a political artifice of fortunate men who never had to pay the price. But sometimes these cries strike me as artifices of their own, indicating little appreciation for how special this nation is. I am very grateful to live here. On the other hand, The air is often filled, especially on days like today, with voices honking out shallow slogans of loyalty like geese, with little appreciation for how few of the promises have actually been delivered. Both positions lack introspection. So on this day, the one set aside on our calendar to memorialize those who have fallen in war the day given as an extra day of rest so we might contemplate the meaning of the promise and the price, those of us seeking intimacy with God cannot allow ourselves to be fed by either path exclusively as neither is healthy. We feel the weight of our existence. We feel the weight of the question, what is the meaning of this life? We understand that we have come from dust and that we will return to dust but that doesn't mean that life is not precious and must be cared for. Yesterday I spent the afternoon on the Boston Common. 37,000 flags have been installed, one for every person from Massachusetts who has died in war since the Revolutionary War. I thought about the promise of my nation, parts fulfilled and unfulfilled, I felt gratitude without saccharine sentimentality. I felt humbled by those who had paid so much, paid everything they had. One can't help when looking out on a memorial field like this one, to inquire into what was being asked of me, the price required of me. It's not enough to live solely in the transcendent intimacy, dancing with God like a lover we are also called to act in the world. But nor do I believe in blind blind obedience or political artifice. The discernment of the faithful weighs morality as a factor as we are drawn to question the promise and the price. We should be honest about that part of the sacred relationship. The confessing church failed Germany in the 1930s. The church failed to correctly assess the promise and the price which led to millions of men dying, theirs, ours, and the men of many nations for a wicked promise. This day is not without moral implications for the faithful. Sometimes you have to go to war. Sometimes it is artifice constructed to make the ideological powerful and the wealthy wealthier. In both cases, people are going to die. And the faithful should not fail in our duty to ask if what we are doing is moral or immoral. People are going to pay a price. Not me. I'm 46. The people praying the price of war are half my age but they are relying on me to be moral, to not carelessly cast them into the wind like so many specks of dust and then use that dust for political maneuvering. A soldier's duty is to act and obey. The duty of the faithful is to question the morality of the actions we are asking them to fulfill. So on this day, The one day set aside on our calendar to memorialize those who have fallen in war, the day given as an extra day of rest so we might contemplate the meaning of their deaths, the faithful also turn in prayer. God, what is the promise and the price of this path? Please help me understand my sacred calling with gratitude and humility, but also with the moral fortitude to ask if what we are doing is right before people die for us. This meditation was delivered live at the Seeker's Table Sunday Gathering held at 6 p.m. Eastern. Anyone can participate in the Sunday Gathering and it's an excellent time to ask questions about your spiritual journey and to meet other seekers on the path. If you'd like to join us, simply type join.theseekerstable.com into your browser and you'll be redirected to the Zoom room where we meet every Sunday at 6 p.m. Sometimes the spiritual path can feel a little overwhelming or confusing, and this can keep people from starting. If you would like some support and guidance, I have a free five-day class called How to Add Meaning to Your Life, which can be found on the homepage of theseekerstable.com. But the very best thing you can do is just come on Sundays and participate. It seems antithetical, but if you want to stay committed to your own journey, the easiest way is to help others with theirs and you can do this just by showing up so come and take a seat at the seekers table and we'll all walk this journey together